Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 19th of September. Now, for those of you who've stopped by The Scorecard before, you'll know normally you get a quick hit of four sports stories. But today, frankly, I've got something I want to get off my chest. So instead of four quick hits, I'm going to give you just one story. But I'm going deep. This is going to get bumpy. As we prepare for the preliminary finals of both the NRL and the AFL seasons, it's tough to cut through in the news cycle of sport. But the Wallabies have done it. Just not for the right reasons. Australia are on the brink of exiting a Rugby Union World Cup at the group stage for the first time in history after suffering a seven-point loss to Fiji in the early hours of yesterday morning. The win was the first time in 69 years that the tiny nation in the South Pacific have conquered their significantly better funded and more populated neighbours to the West. And I don't want to take anything away from the Fijian performance because they were great. Carter Gordon coming forward for Australia. They don't get near it though. But as good as the Fijians were, the Wallaby players have to bear some of the blame for their performance, committing 18 penalties, which ultimately allowed Fiji to outscore them 22-15. But Wallaby's coach, Eddie Jones, wasn't prepared to let his players take any of the blame for the loss. There'll be a lot of people who'll be very disappointed, Wallaby fans who have come come in and seen that game. What's your message to them after that loss? Uh, We'll get ready for Wales. I don't don't catch the fans, mate. I appreciate all their support. We're doing our absolute best, and I apologise. It's my fault. I take full responsibility for it. And while Eddie managed to throw himself in front of the firing squad on this occasion, if the Wallabies can't overcome Wales next Monday, Eddie might simply want to avoid fronting the media ever again, especially after the passive-aggressive way he left things with the Aussie journos before flying out for the tournament. None of you guys think we can do any good, so that's all right. I can feel this negativity coming out. I can't. I've got to wash myself off, boys. I've got to wash myself off because it's just sticking, sticking to me. Thanks for the worst press conference I've ever had in World Rugby. Worst press conference. Well done, boys. That is the worst I've ever seen. And even though Eddie created a green and gold rod for his own back with his less than graceful departing words, and the Wallabies players also have to carry the can for their performance on the field, I still think there's another party that needs to be called to account. You can tell him from me, the Wallabies have absolutely no chance. Dad said the Wallabies have absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Perfect. Who is this for? The Wallabies. We love proving Dad's wrong. In case you've missed it, that is the advertising campaign Rugby Australia rolled out ahead of this World Cup. And sure, the catchphrase isn't bad. Where there's a wallaby, there's a way. I get it. There's a little bit of alliteration at play and it owns the reality of Australian rugby right now that we are not world beaters but could perhaps cause some upsets at the tournament. But I have one major issue with this campaign. It's pitting Australia against, well, Australia... In that ad, Eddie Jones knocks on the door of an Australian family and takes on board the criticism of an Aussie dad. In another ad, Eddie gets his hair cut by an Australian who rattles off the reasons why the other countries at the World Cup are better than us. Do you see what it's doing? Instead of creating an us-against-them mentality, it's creating an us-against-us mentality. 
In each of the ads, Eddie Jones is copying feedback from Australians and letting that fuel his fire and the fire of the Aussie team. The message is, we're going to try and win this in spite of our fans, not for them. Wallabies, world champions. Big call. Yeah, mate. The All Blacks are looking good. Mm-hmm. And the Springboks, they got a lot of depth. Mm. And the French, they have the best player in the world. What's his name? Dupont. That's the one. Antoine Dupont. Mm, useful. Wish you had more of those, hey? <laughs> Wouldn't want to be in your shoes, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Instead of creating a bandwagon mentality as the Matildas did at the recent FIFA Women's World Cup where everyone was encouraged to jump on board and cheer the team on, Rugby Australia have opted for a if you're not with us, you're against us attitude, which, not to get all grew and transfer on you, but is something of a threatening message. And most people, when threatened, will bunker down and grip tighter to whatever views they previously held. And in this case, those views are that the Wallabies suck. You suck, you jackass. And it's not just about the tournament. There's a bigger picture to take into consideration. Unlike cricket or football or netball, rugby union isn't a national sport. It's a niche sport, traditionally viewed as being played by the elite private schools. Trust me, I grew up in Adelaide and we don't have a clue about the rules to this game. But that was always okay, because when the World Cup or the Bledisloe rolled around, the Wallabies transcended whether or not we understood the game. Even in non-traditional rugby union markets, we knew who the Wallabies were. We knew about Campisi and Eels, Horan and Grigg and Larkham and Gizzo. And because we knew about the players, we got behind the team even if we didn't understand the rules. So why then is Eddie Jones the coach, the star of these ads? Why aren't we meeting some of this new breed of wallaby? By putting your coach in the spotlight with a message of, if you're not with us, you're against us, you're slamming the door shut on the casual fan. And that's okay because, I mean, you've still got your dyed-in-the-wool rope union supporters, provided you're winning. Because when you stop winning, the fans, well, they get restless and they go looking for satisfaction somewhere else. So yeah, I think Rugby Australia stuffed up. And they probably won't admit it, because admitting mistakes is hard. Especially when you're driving such a public agenda that yours is the right way and everyone who doesn't believe in what you're doing is just wrong. And no, I don't hold out any hopes that the powers that be will acknowledge their mistake. But I would like to send a quick message to the Rugby Australian marketing team for future references. Actually, I did have a thought. There was one ever so simple adjustment Rugby Australia could have made in that advertising campaign that would have completely changed the messaging and opened the door for people to get behind the team at the Cup. Instead of making Eddie Jones knock on Australian doors and ask for their feedback on the team, make it the door of a New Zealander who doesn't rate the Aussies. Let Eddie have his hair cut in an English barbershop where the patrons think the Wallabies are a joke. Make it us against the world. Inspire us to get behind you and push you towards glory instead of making us think you don't need us to be successful and that you want to win just so you can tell us how wrong we all were. But that's just a thought from a casual rugby union fan. So take it with a grain of salt and good luck for the game against Wales next week. Listener.